The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong. As she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. I'm so happy you could join me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control... of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, we're talking digital mom today. This insight comes from Laura Coffey. She's a todayshow.com contributor, and she's dealing with what a lot of moms out there are dealing with, pretty much overload. She had a baby boy last year, and frankly, she's trying to figure out how to juggle the email and phone messages all the many, many photos that a first-time parent has to take and send along to friends and family, and she's feeling really out of control. Well, Laura Coffey um, at todayshow.com is not alone. There are a lot of moms out there feeling out of control, and they're turning to technology to help them. Laura shared some tips that I found really helpful today, and I want to share them with you because I think there's some great insights for your company on how to connect with women through digital. One, Laura says, use the right phone. She suggests the iPhone or some other kind of smartphone, and really she's using it as a tool to manage her everyday life. Everything from mapping uh, playdates and parties to finding out if the library is open to taking photos on the fly and answering kids' questions, even like what does a space shuttle look like? You can call it up and show it to your child. Um, and really just trying to halt those tantrums that kids often have when you're out and about running those errands. Um, you can actually play their favorite video or even their favorite music. She also thinks keeping things hand-free is very, very helpful. So, in fact, she keeps her home uh, phone on speakerphone all the time. So, companies out there thinking about moms who are doing triple duty, wanting to keep their hands free, just something to have in the back of your mind. Um, technological advances that make things a lot easier for them and helps them to really stay organized. For example, organizing all those photos um, she's talked about iFi, which is a camera, a camera memory card that automatically downloads pictures to your computer if you have a Wi-Fi connection at home. And it works even if the computer is turned off. It uploads automatically to a photo sharing site. Talk about phenomenal. I wish I had known about that when I had a newborn because I could certainly use it, have used it then, and I think I'll probably be using it now. Um, And when it comes to sharing those cute videos, Flickr or some other um, site that you trust is really helpful, uh, according to Laura Coffey. Um, When it comes to solving mom problems, we all know that companies that do this well will be rewarded. 
sometimes moms don't even know that they're going to have a problem so that if you can solve the problem before it becomes a catastrophe, that's pretty critical. One of Laura's big concerns is um, saving your memories before your hard drive crashes. So all those pictures that she's invested don't go up in smoke. And she's suggesting online backup services like Carbonite, Mosey.com, iBackup.com, and Iron Mountain. And basically um, controlling your viewing. You know, we all love a little TV time. But according to Laura, if it weren't for TiVo, she really wouldn't get around to watching any television, much less television that was acceptable to her children. And organizing her home life and your life in general, very important to new, to new moms. Um, so getting supportive tips via email from places like flylady.net or talking to other moms online and doing your research through iVillage or Yahoo parenting groups or even the parenting and pregnancy section of WebMD and then good down and dirty Facebook works as well. So companies, as you're thinking about how to engage that new mom who's overscheduled, tired, juggling a million and one things, think about ways you can solve her problems before she knows there's a problem Take some of that time and stress off of her plate, um, and technology seems to be a pretty critical way to do that. We're going to be talking more about technology and how moms engage with that in just a moment. But first, I want to dive into our purse profile today. It's the Coach Queen. There's nearly 1.6 million women out there who consider themselves Coach Queens. She's in her mid-30s. She does stay at home, um, have around two to three children in the home, and has a household income of then $115,000. Now, she travels. She likes to stay in nice places. She loves a spa treatment now and then. She loves to play and uh, visit the arts, but she's really, really focused on her family and does family events up in a grand, grand scale. She is focused on the environment, loves to recycle, buys products that can be recycled, but she's also shopping for the best price and really hits the clearance rack when she can because she is really focused on that family and making her home memorable. She's really um, influenced by her friends. So we talked before about those mom networks that live online. Well, those same women influence her where she buys and what she buys. And when she does actually go out into a store, the environment of that store is crucial to whether she'll stay and shop there. Um, magazines influence her. Magazines like O, Martha Stewart Living, Traditional Home, People, Shape, and Parenting. She's online at iVillage, as I mentioned before, Amazon.com, eBay, and Expedia, and Disney. And she's watching home shows like HGTV, Food Network, Disney, Nickelodeon, uh, Fox News, and VH1. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about this woman and specifically the digital side of the Coach Queen. My guest for this program certainly knows about that. Jillian McDowell is a social media specialist at Carmichael Lynch Spong. Jillian co-chairs the agency's social media special service group, which has found a new way to track quality of voice in the blogosphere. And we're going to talk a little bit about that quality of voice, but we're also going to be talking about mom and Twittering. Jillian will explain all of this when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. 
RevenueWire.com and its member merchant, LavaSoft, makers of the world-renowned Adaware, present the LavaSoft Affiliate Contest. The LavaSoft Affiliate Contest goes from May 15th through August 15th. Make great commission and win up to $64,000 in cash prizes. Look for all the details on the LavaSoft Affiliate Contest by logging on to RevenueWire.com and look for the LavaSoft logo on the homepage. Win big with LavaSoft and RevenueWire.com. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists. 250,000 RSS subscribers and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to First Strings. I'm joined today by Jillian McDowell, Senior Media Relations Specialist at Carmichael Lynch Spong. And for full transparency, I have to say my colleague here at the agency, and I'm thrilled to have her on. Jillian, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks so much for having me today. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you. I know I've been wanting to have you on for the longest time, and it seems like that uh, the presence is absolutely the best time to have you on. We've been talking about Twitter a little earlier in the program. I was talking about Digital Mom and all the ways that Mom is really engaging technology to make her life easier. And we know Twitter is playing a larger and larger role. Um, And I want to talk a little bit um, about how Twitter is really the hot flavor of the month among women. And I'm really curious what you think the allure of Twitter is. Yeah, well, it's definitely uh, picking up steam and um, gaining some high-profile users. I'm sure you saw that Oprah joined Twitter recently and made a big splash. But the funny thing is, is what you hear a lot of uh, Twitter newbies mention when they're first starting out is that they don't understand why anyone would want to know what they're having for dinner or what they're doing at home minute by minute, and that's a very valid point. But to tell you the truth, I don't know anyone who uses Twitter for that purpose. What I see it as is information sharing on steroids. I follow um, 
over a hundred people and the great thing is is they're all people that I know and I trust and I respect their opinions so um, it's it it almost acts as a filter for that information so I get a lot of um, research on different projects I'm working on and I know that these people are going to point me to information that's worthwhile and information information that's really useful for me the other thing is, is it's a it's a great networking tool so um, you can imagine if you're attending a conference in a few weeks and you're following a group of people who are attending, you can use information that you've seen from them as an icebreaker to get to know them a little bit before you ever meet them. So it's a great way to, to make connections with an even broader base of people. You talk a little bit about um, really widening your network and learning and information gathering, using Twitter to do that. And I know that with the moms especially, they're always reaching out and trying to get more information, whether it be on their latest illness with their child or something like that. Do you see moms really using Twitter? I mean, when, it, when you look across the landscape of Twitter, who are the biggest users out there? Absolutely, moms are using Twitter. There's no doubt about that. There's a, a huge group of moms called Twitter Moms that started their own social network at twittermoms.com. They are up to almost 16,000 members now, up from around 4,000 late last year. So um, you can see how quickly that group is growing and thriving. Uh, the the Twitter user is very urban, um, the median age is about 31, and just to put that into context, the median age on Facebook is around 26, so it's actually a little bit older than you might expect. A lot of people think that it's a very young crowd using Twitter, but it's definitely um, gaining acceptance and becoming more widespread across different age groups as well. Well, and I'm just curious about those Twitter moms, Jillian. I mean, how, and I may be putting you on the spot here, but how long have they been around? 16,000, that's that's a lot of women. Yeah, I, I can't speak to the exact start date of the group, but um, being the grassroots kind of group that it is, I think it's one of those things that um, everybody was there already and they found a place where they could get together and share their concerns and, um, you know, continue the conversation outside of Twitter in this self-contained social network. So it's a really interesting case. Well, I know with any social medium, it absolutely has its advantages and its disadvantages. And you've talked a little bit about the advantages, the networking, the information gathering and sharing, the fact that you can um, follow people and really get a lot of insight from them. Um, but there's got to be that not-so-good side of Twitter. I know there's several examples out there. Um, can you explain a little bit about the darker side of Twitter, if you will? Definitely. I, I like to call it the opportunity side, but um, there's, there is, of course, a downside to everything. And I think the biggest thing here is if you're not ready for um, everything that Twitter has to bring or equipped to handle any situation, it can really turn into a nightmare. So social media, as we all know, opens the doors to all kinds of feedback, good, bad, ugly, and just the the lightning speed at which the Twitter sphere is moving means that there can be a perfect storm where um, criticism or a negative review or negative feedback spreads almost virally through this high-speed channel. And so it's reaching thousands of people literally within minutes. So um, Motrin is a great example. I'm sure um, many of your listeners are familiar with this case, but Motrin released a new ad that it was talking about baby wearing in a sling or a pouch style um, fabric 
carrier and it labeled baby wearing as trendy and said that supposedly it's a real bonding experience. It makes me look like an official mom. And it was sort of tongue in cheek, but got a terrible reaction from all of the moms um, on Twitter. And the ad was just seen as highly offensive. And users were saying that Motrin was insulting mothers in an effort to sell drugs. And things just sort of spiraled out of control. Um, It seemed that Motrin wasn't quite ready for that or expecting that reaction, of course. And within a day, it was one of the highest trending topics on Twitter, one of the most talked about and fastest rising issues. And a couple days later, Motrin did issue an apology. But, you know, you have to think that these consumers, um, you know, that kind of reaction and that kind of ad, it really hits home with them. And um, that really did some damage uh, almost entirely through Twitter. So the lesson here is to really listen both before and after you release something. So no matter how many studies you've done and how much monitoring you've done, before you release a new ad or a new product, you also have to keep an eye on things after you release it. And um, that's really the most effective way to kind of keep an eye on the chatter and make sure that you can jump in and help when needed. Well, and I would think for a lot of companies out there listening today that the Motrin case is really strikes a lot of fear in their hearts. And some of those companies may be even more hesitant to use Twitter to engage their customer. Do you think that Twitter is appropriate for all brands, or do you think that it's something that should be selective? Um, it's You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's appropriate for all brands. Um, I think everyone should consider it, and everyone should should really look at the ways that it could benefit their business objectives. However, I would never recommend that a company jump in um, without doing a lot of homework and a lot of research. And that's that research covers a lot of different areas. You have to look at your target audience. Are they even on Twitter? Are they paying attention to Twitter at all? Um, research into Twitter best practices, you know, things like being transparent all of the time and making sure that you're actually engaging with your customers and consumers. Um, and then a great thing to do is to look at Twitter case studies like Motrin and um, some other case studies. You know, there's Comcast is doing a great job. Just reading up on what other companies are doing is a great way to get smart. Um, another piece is there's a misconception that Twitter is a really cheap way to reach your target audience. It's it's a free service, but really you have to think about, you know, this is a, a really high-maintenance tool, as we see with Motrin. This all happened over the weekend and within a few hours. And so if you're not constantly keeping an eye on the chatter and engaging and responding to questions, um, things can spiral out of control pretty quickly. So although it's a free service, it does take a lot of time to maintain and to keep up. So before people jump in and think that they just want to cross this Twitter item off of the social media checklist, um, it's really important to have a strategy in place. And instead of just saying, let's be on Twitter, start with something like, let's address our customer service issues with Twitter, something very measurable and manageable to start with, and then set some goals and guidelines and some policies for Twitter communications. Yeah, that seems very reasonable and a safe approach to what could be a really scary proposition if you don't do your homework in advance. Now, we know there's companies out there that obviously have done a really good job, though, of, of 
tweeting when it comes to enhancing corporate reputation and benefit. Are there some companies that you would give an A-plus to out there that are, are engaging in Twitter right now? Definitely. I mentioned Comcast a minute ago, and Comcast is sort of a favorite case study. Um, what happened, actually, it's interesting how this Comcast uh, Twitter feed started. Supposedly, there was a woman who filmed a Comcast cable guy sleeping on her couch in her home. And um, obviously, this called into question Comcast customer service standards. And so to address those um, standards and showcase kind of the, the better side of Comcast customer service, they began this Twitter feed as a way to connect with consumers um, in a really valuable, meaningful way. So this guy, Frank, um, he's, his handle is Comcast Cares. And when people tweet things like, oh, my cable just went out or, oh, I can't get my Internet up again, Frank will respond personally to those people and ask how he can help and um, either put them in touch with someone at Comcast who can come out and address the situation or try to solve the issue himself. So um, it's a great customer service story. Again, it's this is kind of one area that Comcast is focusing on, and they've seen some great results. Um, there's also H&R Block is a great case study. They are tweeting um, really heavily around tax time to address people's questions about doing their taxes. You know, a lot of people are tweeting, oh, I'm stuck on this, oh, it's going to be so tough doing my taxes. So they are ready and able to jump into those conversations right away and help out. Yeah, two great examples, and clearly two companies that have done their homework, they're listening, they're on Johnny on the spot, and that they're involved and they're not letting it lapse. All those things that you said were do's and don'ts that companies should be aware of before really engaging in Twitter. Um, we're going to need to take a quick break, Jillian, but when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about managing your company's brand and why quality, not quantity, matters the most. And we're going to be shifting a little bit from Twitter to the blogosphere. More on that when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to over 30,000 subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO, SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article, S-E-N-D-E-R.com. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of 
great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jim, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of surf SEO rock stars. Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I'm joined today by Jillian McDowell, social media specialist here at Carmichael Lynch Spong. And we've been talking a lot about Twitter and where moms are really connecting with Twitter and how come from other companies that have done a great job with Twitter and a not so great job with Twitter. But I want to switch gears a little bit, Jillian, to talk about a great tool that you and your co-chair created to track a company or a brand's quality of voice in the blogosphere. If you could talk a little bit about how you managed to do that. Yeah, definitely. Well, we found um, a little over a year ago that our clients were really struggling with kind of getting a grip on these blogs. There are so many of them, and if there's um, a negative review or some not-so-great feedback, how do we decide kind of the weight and the influence of that particular blogger? And, you know, in the same breath, we need to think about a really positive review. How can we put that into context and really, as you said, measure the quality of mentions instead of the quantity? So it's really a shift in thinking away from, what is the audience of this website or this blog to how are they talking about my brand? Are my key messages being delivered? Is there a call to action that I can measure? Things like that. So what we do is we take a specific initiative and we um, cull through all the coverage in the blogosphere and then we measure each mention based on the audience number, the engagement, so things like if people are commenting on a post about your brand, that shows that they're very engaged with the content and they want to continue in the conversation. Uh, we also look at tone, so whether it's positive or negative, and we also look at things like frequency. So a particular blog, might you might find that the majority of the audience is visiting this blog multiple times per month, and that's a good indication that this blog is seen as a credible and reliable source of information. So we would build that as a more influential blog. Now we wrap all of these metrics up into a placement score, so that refers to the specific blog, and then we also have a mention score. So particular to your brand's initiative, we will score that brand mention based on those metrics that I talked about. And then we come out with a... um, a very measurable gap analysis and scale so that we can measure progress as we continue to reach out to those influential bloggers. And I know that the clients you've incorporated this with are are incredibly surprised to kind of see how their quality of voice is able to move 
um, and improve over time because of Blogolytic, which is the name of the tool. I, I'm curious if there are other tools out there that are currently able to track quality of voice. Well, that's actually exactly why we created Blogolytic. We were having a hard time finding something that captured everything. And Blogolytic is, you know, it's a few of us um, really working hard at gathering these metrics because there's not one specific service that offers us everything. And we think that all of these metrics are, are very important when we're looking at quality of voice overall. So um, I don't think that there's a tool that goes quite as in-depth as Blogolytic does. And again, that's exactly why we created it. There's a need for brands to understand kind of where they're sitting in the blogosphere and how their quality of their brand mentions are being reflected. Now we have about a minute left, but in that minute, if you could share some other tools that you found helpful with tracking what's going on in the blogosphere, obviously not related to quality of voice, but I know you employ a couple of other tools that you find effective. Yeah, there's a lot of great free tools. Uh, blog Pulse from Nielsen is a great free blog monitoring search engine. Radian 6 is a paid service that tracks brand mentions across all social media. Um, then there are some other free tools that cut across all of social media like social mention, who's talking, and back type. So you actually you can enter a search query and you'll receive results for uh, video sites, Twitter, photo tags, things like that, as well as uh, mentions in the blogosphere. And then there are services like Quantcast and Compete that will offer those kind of back-end analytics as far as audience numbers and frequency of visits go. Well, unfortunately, we run out of time. Otherwise, I would say we could spend another half hour talking just about those tools because for people out there who aren't as familiar as you are, Jillian, it, it sounds like a lot of information, and it is a lot of information, but all very valuable and worth them understanding. So maybe we'll have you back to talk a little bit about those tools and how companies can employ them to really stay on top of what's going on in the blogosphere. That would be wonderful. Well, thanks so much for being on today. I appreciate yeah, it. thank you. Well, and thanks again to my producer, George, for another smooth sailing show. And join me next Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time, for another edition of Purse Strings. Until then, make it a great one.